This podcast is rated off for realness. Explicit fucking content. Hell in a Cell was this Sunday, and you won't believe what the best match on the card was. The answer might surprise you, because it wasn't on the card. It took place in two separate homes. Also, this is the Basement Bookers Podcast. Basement Jar here with Rich DeRiz. Hi, all. little preview of what's to come later on, but... Here we are right now. Is that my cue? Yeah. All right. Cool. Like you don't know how to talk to people. <laughs> uh, I don't know. I I was uh, pleasantly surprised with this cool new intro that we're doing. Uh, so I guess I'll just jump straight into the news, get it over and done with as quickly as I possibly can. Uh, Wrestling Observer Radio noted this week that Damian Priest is currently out with a back injury that he sustained before WrestleMania. So he did the whole thing, did another match, and then it's like, all right, go rest your back or whatever the hell. Well, it could be worse. He could be not working anymore. Indeed. There is a lot of that going on, but we'll we'll get to that in a moment. Uh, Also in the injuries and such category here, according to his son Troy, Paul Orndorff is suffering from dementia, which he believes is due to CTE suffered from wrestling. Uh, apparently, I didn't know this, CTE can only be diagnosed post-mortem. So, let's hope it's a very long time before we get that diagnosis. Uh, wishing all the best to Paul Orndorff. Uh, hope he has a reco- hope he recovers. Troy Orndorff. Mm-hmm. Ah, no wonder he couldn't get over. Listen, uh, I don't know look, it be. might be CTE, and it might be part, you know, I don't know if he was one of the party guys, you know? You never know. Like, you know, mm-hmm. stuff happens. You you know, you get your painkillers, your, your uppers, your downers, your wickety-whacks, your flim-flams, your mm-hmm. him-flams. You know, or maybe he was just sober, and I don't know what the hell I'm talking about. But I don't know. Something tells me Paul Ardorf liked to party a little bit. I think, I think it's kind of fair to think along those lines, given the era that he was around. So- Look, I'm just going to assume everybody... Is a party clown, okay? Yeah. Every every single one of those guys is some kind of party clown, one way or another, until they tell me otherwise in a in a dark side of the ring or something. Yep. Now I, I gotta say I give the young bucks a lot of crap, but that's probably the only good thing I can really truly truly say about them is that they're straight edge. So. Yeah, them. they're really so. into the Lord, and that's why they're gonna succeed in life. Okay. They have like the best, like uh, the best uh, backer, you know. If he really, you know, what he probably doesn't even like them. He probably just does, but he does love everyone. And yeah. just because he loves them doesn't mean he likes them. So just remember that. Mm, correct. You could love, you could love people, but you, 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 you don't have to like them. Right. You know. Uh, more sad news. Uh, Sabu's former manager, Super Genie, a.k.a. Melissa Coates, passed away this week at the age of 50. Uh, no word yet on the cause of death. Um, I like Her name rang a bell to me. I, I don't really ever remember seeing her, but apparently she was part of the Master Lock Challenge one time. Oh, good. I think I remember this, this segment in question. 
I don't. Bobby Lashley never put a woman in a hurt lock. Just saying. Right? Masters is a savage. Mm -hmm. What's his name in non-WA now? What does uh, he call himself there? I know he's there. I think he's strictly business. I think in... I know in Impact he was Chris Adonis. I don't know if he kept that for... All right. WA. Yeah, it's it's safe to say he's probably Chris Adonis. Like, they don't, they don't really have a problem. Impact with, like... Letting you have your name and stuff. Yeah, or maybe he's using his real name, Mordetsky. I doubt or it. Mordetsky. I doubt. I you're know. not getting over with no. that. <laughs> I guess not. Try um, getting over with that. Good luck. Yeah, Chris Donis is just a lot easier. According to Jeff Whalen of Raja, multiple sources, all unnamed. Thank you, Jeff Whalen. It's a good job there. Uh, are reporting that Fox was upset about the constant plugging of Helena Cell being on Peacock. On their network, which is why WWE decided to move Roman Reigns versus Rey Mysterio Hell in a Cell match to SmackDown. That, in turn, upset USA officials, which prompted the Lashley versus Xavier Woods Hell in a Cell match on Raw. That's hilarious. It's Ugh. like two children. It's like, how come? <laughs> how come he? How? 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 Out with it. How come he? He gets Hell in a Cell and. And we don't get Hell in a Cell. Isn't NBC Universal? Doesn't that own USA? Yes, but that was why they were upset about Fox getting their own Hell in a Cell on network. Ugh. That USA wanted it on their network also. I, I heard also that Roman wanted the night the day the night off for Father's Day stuff. Well there um there were rumblings about that. I remember the rumor that uh, Roman had something planned or his wife had something planned. Um, I feel like if Roman was said, if so, if Vince said to Roman, like, listen, we need you for Sunday, he would have been there for Sunday. That's my guess. I'm not basing it off of anything factual just well based on the card like it really would have been a lot of bloat just to watch roman reign squash Rey mysterio on a sunday like yeah you know like that like i said before is felt like it's very last minute i feel like it was very it's super last minute and like i don't know to me i just weak it not like the no, like the build was like all right he like threw his son out of the ring like he's garbage and he's out so like yeah he's really mad at him but it's like it's first of all it's Rey Mysterio's first time in Hell in a Cell mm -hmm. ever and it it was just basically gonna be what it was always gonna be a squash mm -hmm. like I said he's gonna beat him with a twist off you know it's like he. <laughs> just off his head you know it's just wow you know it's like it, it didn't affect sunday night one way or the other you know yeah i mean not the best pay-per-view but whatever later yeah. thing was ray had a lot of quote-unquote offense very early on but a, a lot of that offense was defensive like dodging roman when he went for the spear and so roman goes through a table that doesn't mean ray put rome through a table yeah and you know the Roman Reigns matches against a face. It's kind of like that. That's the formula. Mm -hmm. Like they'll go, they'll come out out the gate hot, and and it looks like he's in trouble. But he like towards the end, he just destroys them. Yep. 
got like that super stamina or something. Yeah, but um, like I said, like it's not a new thing, you know. It's like it's been done, like like a Daniel Bryan thing, you know. Mm. Yeah, the 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 formula's in place. It's in place. You really can't get much out of Rey Mysterio, really. Like you do the best you can right now. Right now, he's just there to help his son get famous. Not for nothing. Like fifteen years ago. If you remember, like, him versus Chavo, I was saying, like, Ray should just retire because his knees are completely shot. And the fact that he's still doing this at a high level is very impressive, I gotta say. So I'll, I'll give him credit there. It's just, I don't think anyone thought Ray was going to beat Roman. No. Like, it was a, that's why it didn't really matter if it was on Sunday or Friday. Because you already know what's going to happen. Mm-hmm. Alright, moving on with the news. Let's get through these. Uh, Killian Dane noted on Twitter that this new superhero gimmick that Nikki Cross is doing was her idea. Shit, that was this week. That was this week. Oh, God. We're not even there. Alright. Um, okay. Uh, so... Along the whole lines of wrestling can be anything, it can be this. She can be a superhero. What's her superpower? Confidence, I think, is was sort of the point of her little mini rant that didn't entirely make a ton of sense. Look, do we have to do this now? No. Should it be a part of Raw? Alright, yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll get to Raw. So, speaking of Killian Dane, <laughs> Yeah. He was among fifth, 14 or 15 or so releases this week. Um, alongside Fandango, Tyler Breeze, Arya Davari, Tony Nice, Sunil Tamir Singh, Auguste Gray, Kurt Stallion, Arturo Huas, Everize, Marina Shafir, and Tino Sabatelli who apparently was rehired in October after he was released last April. Interesting. I was wondering, I'm like, wait, did they just do it again just to do it again? That's, yikes. Yeah, he uh, he allegedly worked one house show, losing a match, and that was it. Or a live event or something. Given I, I don't know. I don't know. I just don't know. Um, following with releases, there was one additional release, and this is going to be... We're going to talk about this briefly. She's a now former writer. Uh, her name is Kanice Mobley, and she apparently said on a podcast recently that WWE didn't require any wrestling knowledge uh, when they hired her. In addition, she also revealed a conversation she had with a date saying, quote, he effectively said, don't you feel like you're diminishing your dignity writing for WWE? And I was like, um, I'm getting paid to do the thing that I've been working on for eight years, and this is twice, or no, three times what I made at my nonprofit job, so yeah, I'm going to take it. Now, if you ask me, I think it was that part of the conversation that got her fired, as opposed to the, oh yeah, they hired me with no knowledge, haha. Did you, did you 
did you hear what she said? Like how, like this Bobby is, Ashley or yeah. Lashley or they, yeah. they come out in suits and they're like, we're cool. Yeah, it's like, and I'm really glad that she, she's actually a hero to me. Like right now, I think this woman is a hero. Hold on a second. Let me tag myself in. I'm going to have to hit the blind tag. I'm going to have to come off the top rope right here. I'm going to have to come off, off the top rope. I'm about to drop a fucking elbow on this hero. Listen, let me tell you something. First of all, by her opening her big stupid mouth, now maybe this will stop WWE from making a big mistake. And I know, I can see the writing on the wall that they're trying to start to do what Hollywood is doing. And what they're doing right now is they're going to try to check boxes. And they're going to, like, we need different voices and whatever. And they're going to go to people that don't even watch wrestling. And it's just based off where they come from and what fucking uh, crazy ideas they have. That's it. And this prevents them, and maybe it's like, hey, maybe you make sure you hire people that actually love wrestling. That should be a requirement. And some kind of knowledge. Like, you don't have to be Conrad Thompson. But you could be a guy or a woman or a whatever that, like, just maybe watches every once in a while, but happens to be a writer of some kind. Mm -hmm. Or that at least understands entertainment and, like, what's fun and not try to project themselves into freaking characters with, and make stupid storylines for them. So, that's off the top rope right there. You know, she's a hero because now it's a, it'll let them know to be wary and to be more careful. Because hmm. that's just rude. That's very rude. And, you know, if... And, like, I understand it. Like, maybe if you... I don't know. Maybe if... Maybe if nobody knew that, I guess. But, like, if you're really going to try, but now this just prevents someone who has no clue what's going on from from writing crap and getting it on Raw. Like, Raw doesn't need help to be bad, you know? I mean, Monday was better than, like, a normal... Like, it's probably the best Raw in, like, a while now, but that doesn't mean anything. All right, I'm tagging it out, man. I'm tagging it out. Right, Get me out of here. Get me out of here. All right, not to mix our metaphors here, but I think I want to hit you with a quick reversal. Now. You're here, supposed to be my tag team partner. No, I, I, I hear you. I hear you, but hear me out. Hear me out. Let's, let's, do a little, let's do a huddle in the corner here. Now. They don't do that in wrestling, but okay. You, I guess it depends on the angle. Old school. They used to. The, you know, the... the the tag team partners, they'll do a little quick little huddle Look, in the corner. you're not Hammer Schmidt and I'm not Gotch or whatever. I don't know. All right. So, follow me here. Now, you and I have been watching wrestling for a very long time. Too long. It's safe to say that the product we watch on w in WWE in particular can be really be divided into two parts. There's the wrestling aspect mm -hmm. and there's the story aspect. Tell the story in the ring. Right, there's telling a story in the ring, but there's also the the overarching story of, you know, okay, uh, Roman, head of the table, manipulating this Uso, the other Uso comes back, tries to talk some sense into him, that one goes away, he's like, I don't know what to do, I don't know how to get myself out of the situation, but apparently he does because now he's out of the situation and he's not there, so then Roman has to manipulate Jimmy into 
taken Jay's place as his right-hand man, right? I'm a little that confused here. When you talk about this angle, I just realize it's like he could have quit any time, apparently. Apparently, there's no consequences. Like, he could have easily not been a dickhead and been Roman's, like, jerk-off hand any time he wanted to. And he only quits now because, you know, he doesn't want to fight with his brother anymore or whatever. And Roman's like, okay. Like, before it was like, yo, this guy's an indentured servant, you know? Oh, so you could just quit? Is there, like, a limitation on the stipulation? Like, you're supposed to fall in line. That doesn't mean you stay in line and then, like, you could just quit. It's interesting that you try to use this as an example when I just realize what's happening here. Well, in my mind, this is the single most prominent storyline on Raw and SmackDown right now. I think even NXT probably, but NXT has, has like one or two of the close ones. This is the most prominent storyline in the company right now. Now, the point I'm trying to, trying to get at here, we will talk about that, by the way. But the point I'm trying to get at is these r creative writers that they're hiring, like Kenise Mo Mosby, was that it? I lost it. Not anymore. That's close. Mobley. Kenise Mobley. She's that sounds hired. like a superhero name. Maybe she has an, an alternate identity. But she's hired for her creative writing experience. Writing, whether it be a, a story or something for TV. And we've mocked them hiring like former Saturday Night Live writers or, you know, soap opera writers. But if you keep the in-ring aspect, the in-ring story separate, because like for, who should be writing the in-ring story? The two the the wrestlers in the match and the agent that's working with them, I feel like, in a way, the agent is making the crossover. Where if anything storyline related is going to happen in the match, the agent's like, all right, and this is where Dominic's going to interfere, right, or something like that, to add storyline to the storytelling of the match. The wrestling product we watch is two is two separate things that they blend together, and what they're trying to do is keep the wrestling and the storyline separate until it comes on screen. Does that make sense? I don't expect a fan of the Alexa Bliss segments to really understand where I'm coming from here. I didn't say I'm a fan of the Alexa Bliss segments. You were telling me the other day, you said, I'm a fan of this. And I said, <laughs> well, I guess that's just your opinion and you're allowed that. You know, life is too short. That's up I'm to you. I'm interested by that storyline. Yeah, I'm sure that's what that is. I'm sure it's not related to anything else. That's separate. Yeah, uh-huh. Much like in-ring work and storyline, I keep it separate. Do you keep it separate? Yes, I keep it separate. I don't know if you keep it separate. Keep it separate. Keep it separate. I'll tell you separate. that right now. Yeah, well, I'm about to separate your soul from your body. You keep this shit up. I hear you. So, <laughs> that, that's, my, that's what I think they're trying to do. They're trying to... I get, and I guess Vince, in a way, is sort of putting a wall between wrestlers and 
the the writing room. Because remember how, like, you know, in the past, like, Dusty Rhodes was a booker, Kevin Sullivan was a booker. Like, if he wants to keep a former pro wrestlers out of the writing room to make sure that they're not going to just push their boys, then this is the way to do it. Hire people from completely out, out of the loop. Yeah, but they should understand the characters that they're writing for. They should be given time. They should be instructed to catch themselves up on the past couple of months worth of programming, minimum. All the major storylines. And know who is who. Yes. If that is the case, Kenise Mobley did not indicate so in this uh, interview that she participated in. Um, I feel like that w- that would be something that makes sense. You should under- have an understanding of the characters you're writing for. Unless you're being hired to write completely new stuff, but she didn't mention that. Well, listen, I, I really off, I, I already, I already finished this broad off, you know, mm-hmm. uh, my whole thing is I just don't want WWE's writing to suffer from what's happening in the world of, you know, comic books on the West, you know, mm-hmm. like right now you, you just got a lot of people just, they, they, they're not even, they don't understand the character, you know, and they're writing for them and it's not them and it sucks. Mm-hmm. They're just you know, they're not good anymore. Um, so yeah, uh, you know, I just don't want the art to suffer, and we'll see what happens. You know, I just, just sometimes you got to make a stand. Mm-hmm. And uh, look, I, whatever, you know, they don't have to do anything. You know, I'll probably still watch anyway because I got to do this podcast. Yeah, I can't get rid of us. I'm just going to mock them. And that's, you know, when you do it good, you do it good. I'm a fan, man. I'm not going to... I, I'm a fan, but I'm not going to eat everything you serve me. Because mm-hmm. I don't like being insulted. That's all. You're not uh, in their echo chamber. Yeah, man. Like, come on. At least, a- at least AEW's trying something. Like doing it themselves instead of having writers. I mean, their stuff isn't like it's not exactly Francis Ford Coppola or whatever. It's you know, it's, it's whatever. Let's call it growing pains. Like they, you know, they tried a thing; it wasn't working too well. Now they're trying a new thing that could work well, but it needs time to pan out. Look, here's the thing, and maybe this was always the case. I don't know if that was always the case. But it's rare that a storyline is not just plain forgettable. And that's for both of them. Like WWE and AEW. Like, I could name some angles that I like, but they've only been around for two years. Mm-hmm. So it's like, no, no, one, no one's exactly doing their best stuff right now. Like, there's a... Storylines we discuss, like the Roman Reigns stuff, whatever. We don't even have to say it over and over again. Mm-hmm. It's really good, but really, it's like a pyramid, you know. The, the the right right at the triangle top, you know, is really not that much up there, and the base is just a lot of shit. <laughs> it's like it's like a it's like a shit pyramid with a diamond at the top. 
You know, yeah. there might be a diamond at the top, but it's still resting on a pile of shit. That is, I think, a very accurate analogy. Thank you. I, I don't mean to be gross, but I, I need you to have the visual. Do you guys understand how I feel right now? Now, all the pyramids are out in the desert. So that's some hot, steamy shit. Some of us build monuments every day. But anyway, <laughs> that's not the point. I'm fine. I don't need to see a doctor. Everything comes out. Whatever. Alrighty, great, great, great. So, last bit of news. Uh, Mojo Raleigh fans are, are going to be happy to see Snake Eyes G.I. Joe Origins because he's got a fight scene. It's Mojo Raleigh fan. Um, okay. It's not you, plural. You, you hear me. You You're guy. out there. <laughs> you gal or guy. Or, or gal, however you identify. I don't know. I haven't met you. Maybe I have. And you haven't told me. I don't know. Whoever they are. Right. So, this movie will be in theaters July 23rd. Wow. Do we have, like, a sponsorship that you got to say it like, tw the 23rd, July 23rd. It's a movie. You gotta in say a it theater like near you. The movie. Drama. Movie. 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 Mojo. Movie. <laughs> All right. I don't Mojo. Want to too much. Movie. Movie. Hell in a cell. What's it like, Rich? What's it Be like? What's it like to lose? Uh, what's it like to lose? Huh? Unfor unfortunately, it's something I'm familiar with. I teamed up with the devil I don't know to beat the devil I know. And it came out to pass that, uh, you know, me and Sammy Zayn teamed up. Mm -hmm. And it was it, what, uh, never, bef never before and never again. I did what I had to do. <laughs> and it turned out to be the right thing. And I don't regret anything. I'm not I'm not Johnny Gargano picking a fight with Karrion Cross, okay? I'm not that. You know? Yeah. I'm not that guy. You know, I'm not that guy that wrestled Adam Cole Bye -bye. on NXT and just was dog shit. That guy was the running shits. Like Oh, who was that? Let me find that. And I mean that respectfully. It just wasn't nice, you know. Like it's just not. It's just. It's not crisp. It's not crisp. Like it's not Robert Stone brand fashion crisp. You right. know, it's not that crisp. Coming to a runway near you, I'm gonna keep my eye on WWE.com because I I think we need those. We need those outfits. We gotta dress like Robert Stone. I can't pull that off, dude. You gonna do it, bro? You're just gonna. They'll come. They come in big sizes for the both of us. We'll have. We'll, we'll be the. We'll, we could be the plus size models for the line, man. All right. I'll Fashion icons. I'll think about it. I'll think about it. Uh, by the way, you were referring to Carmelo Hayes, who lost to Adam Cole this week on Not NXT. Good. Like there was a kick spot where it's like 
it looked like he was supposed to miss or something or and 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 then like Cole had to like like visibly be like yeah you fall down now at one point like when he I had to push him down and it looked so bad anyway you're we watching you, you didn't mention the two words that started that match um baby nah so Carmelo Hayes comes out he said he says he's gonna change Cole's mind about not wrestling this week and Cole's like how how's he gonna do that he says. Ruthless aggression. And he slapped him. Yeah, it still doesn't make me care. That was the that was the point. I'm like, wow, you're really trying to throw it back to Cena. Do you think that's going to get you over with the NXT viewers? Yeah, but it's it's not like he did it himself. Like, you think he did that because he wanted to say that? I don't know. They have I, I, writers, dude. Like, I know, why would? But is that? I don't think they would clear that. You know what I mean? And if that's the case, okay. If 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 you're right, then fine. This this what I say doesn't mean anything. But that means that somebody thought this is what we're gonna do. This is the guy to do it with. To which I say, him. <laughs> question mark mm-hmm. so either way it's, it's not a great look no that wasn't good supposedly I don't remember his indie name but he had a lot of hype on him coming from the indies but whatever uh look man maybe I'm wrong and and I'll be a fan of his later on but I look, maybe he was nervous. You know, he's wrestling Adam Cole, who every bit of tiny person. Like, I don't know. It's not his fault or whatever, but like the way the camera was on his entrance on NXT this week, it did not help him. Like, it made him look like a little man. Like he just looks small, mm, and then and then it registers in your mind. He's literally six foot nothing. Like wow. he's six feet tall, six foot nothing. Like what? What? Probably what Kevin Nash will refer to as a vanilla midget. But let me tell you, I I I'm, I like Adam Cole. I'm just saying, like that camera angle is not good. It, I don't know. It made his head look big and his body little, and like the big NXT thing behind him. It just was not a great thing for him. He kind of always did look like he had a big head, though, for, compared to the rest of his stature. Yeah. I always thought maybe I was, like, nitpicking, but he does kind of have, like, a a relatively tall head for his stature. Yeah, yeah. I don't. I think it's because of his hair. Maybe. You, like, you know, because, like, it looks like, because he keeps it wet and stuff, so it doesn't look like he has a lot of it mm-hmm. kind of thing. I don't know. This has just become shit on Adam Cole. I thought what I meant. I, no, I meant to shit on the other guy. He can't cut his hair, though. No, he can't, because then it he'd does, have to it, shave it. It does not look like it would work. What would you do? If he, one day you turn on NXT and he's got the Hulk Hogan going. <laughs> oh, that's, that'd be terrible. Or you remember, remember like Shawn Michaels had that happening when he had the long hair? Yeah, you know, that's the thing with Hulk Hogan with his hair. Like, I always thought he was older. 
Like, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, his hair made him look just older. It's probably all that freaking California sun. Maybe. I don't know. Or Florida sun, wherever the hell. Yeah. Venice, Venice. I think Venice Beach is California, and there's also a Venice in Florida. Yeah, you know what? Either one's fine. None of them are here. You right. know, they're all better than here. Yeah. So. No, no one ever really complains about that New York sun. No, no. They, they, no, only when it magnifies the smell of garbage in the summer. Yeah, but, you know, that's just, you know, the major avenues. Yeah, well, here we are. Anyway. Oh, man. So, how did we get onto NXT? I don't know. Shitting on Adam Cole, but, you know, Hell in a Cell is what you want to, you know, and. You know, I look. Fi- I figured we saw with Hell in a Cell. What, what? Look, my review for Hell in a Cell is hell no. Nah. How about mm. that? It wasn't a hell yes for me. It wasn't a, oh, hell yeah. It was a, oh, hell no. Like, there's no, there's no Roman Reigns. Mm-hmm. Like, and this is another one of those things where, like, the, the, the follow-up to the pay-per-view makes the pay-per-view worse. Mm-hmm. Because it looks like the thing between Bailey and, and, and uh, Bianca Belair is not fucking over. Yep. And it's like, you just had a Hell in a Cell match! <laughs> That's what those are for! Mm-hmm. So it's like, okay, great. You know, and... And I'm like, okay, you know, when Bianca Belair comes out, and I'm like, oh, this is cool. And this is still talking about Hell in a Cell, technically, because this is the follow-up to what happened. And it kind of affects it. It's like, we got Bianca Belair, this, this specimen, this amazing, incredible wrestler... But you're giving her the bully, the bully thing. You're giving her the bully storyline. It's like it's so fucking boring. Like this again, again. You really don't have anything. <laughs> Listen, you gotta have something. Listen, the new writers don't know that this was done just last year. Not even just last year. <laughs> Braun Strowman and Shane McMahon had a whole thing about that. Oh, that was more specific in that Shane was calling him stupid. Listen, stop it with the bully shit, okay? <laughs> just cut the garbage. It's pandering. It's it's annoying. They're pandering. Yeah. Anyway, um, what what do you think? Weak. Overall, the pay per view was weak. The finish to Lashley and Drew was weak. I told you, man. I knew it. The finish to Rhea and Charlotte a little. I mean, a little predictable. We didn't quite predict it, but I mean, it's par for the course for a Charlotte Flair match. Yeah, but Ripley's the one who got herself disqualified. That's okay. I mean, she's. The heel in the match, anyway. It is kind of weird, right? Like, mm-hmm. Charlotte's supposed to be the heel. She's like, you're learning, bitch. Yeah, like, Charlotte's really good, and so is Rhea Ripley, and I understand a lot of people like this this match. I don't think it was as good as the WrestleMania one, um, but... Look, it's just just to keep it going. Nothing really is going to change between the two because I think they want it for a live crowd. Mm -hmm. Um, 
Is money in the bank in front of people? I believe so. So, okay, that's good Good timing, I guess. Uh, now, would they great. do a ladder match? They're doing Charlie a ladder Hill? match for the money in the bank, so I don't think so. Right, That that's my thinking. So it would have to be something different, either Last Woman Standing, maybe? Uh... I feel like their feud is kind of young for a last woman standing. Well, like what else could you do? It would have to be no disqualification then. Some kind of no DQ match. Maybe. Maybe that's the next step. But like also, keep in mind, you're thinking of just like this portion of the feud. Remember WrestleMania last year too. Wait, hold on a second. This is easy. Mm-hmm. If if Rhea Ripley gets herself disqualified, she loses the belt. Okay. They've done that before. Mm-hmm. They could do that. It's like if you get yourself counted out or disqualified, you still lose the belt. No champion's advantage. If Charlotte could swing that, then that's how you do it, I guess. I feel like if Rio wins, then it's it really would be over, though. In that kind of scenario. I don't think she will. Unless, unless there's a ref bump and she cheats and then wins. I say they have Charlotte win. Hmm. Like, that's... I, it, it could be. Because, like, how many times are you going to have Rhea Ripley beat Charlotte Flair before it's like... All right, I guess you're not going to be on TV for a little while, or what are you going to do here? Like, I, I, I feel like they might keep the feud going for SummerSlam, because, like, if she... You know what I'm saying? It just feels mm-hmm. weird. I feel like the machine is kind of behind Rhea, even though she's kind of faltered a bit. Yeah, but it, losing the belt doesn't hurt, really, though. Well, you just It's another chance to get it back. That's true. Like it's not I'm not it's not saying they're turning on her or whatever or she's not gonna get pushed anymore. Like she'd still like she'd still get a rematch because, you know, sometimes it matters and sometimes it doesn't. Something like anytime they have champion drop to ch- to challenger who then drops it back to that same champion, I feel like it's weak, you know? It's like, well why did that challenger get it in the first place? Well they could Just always extend this they could always add the hurricane to it. She does have a victory over both of them. So triple threat? <laughs> Maybe. And then they could do the choke slam spot where she tries to choke slam both of them. <laughs> you know, like like Hurricane used to do. So Get it Hurricane. Yes, 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 I love it. It's great. It's perfect. It's huge. So the her gear, this 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 new gear that Nikki Cross has. Is she a butterfly? I think she's a butterfly. Cause maybe like a butterfly, because she said there was some, there was something that was always inside of her, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I thought she was referring to like this confidence she has. So why you know? why the butterfly then? I don't know. It's gotta mean something. So it's a metaphor. Could just be a throwback to the old women, uh, the old Divas title. I oh, don't she, think she's so. She's coming out of her cocoon. Yeah, there you go. Okay. That was too simple for me to see. 
Um, I gotta say though, aesthetically, I like it a little better. Um, so we still have more to talk about for Hell in a Cell, right? We do. Okay. Uh, I just wanted to make sure we didn't, like, gravitate too far from it. Um, I, I gotta say, our first glance, Sami Zayn versus Kevin Owens 3,976 kind of looked like one of those old bum fight videos. You remember those? <laughs> I do. For all those kids that you don't know, maybe you do know, but they used to be like these underground videos that they'd film and put on the internet where they like pay homeless people to fight each other. And it's like Sami Zayn would is like just straight up looking like a homeless man and Kevin Owens, you know, doing his thing. It's like it's bum fights and like they're both look they're built kind of like bums. Like he's a jacked bum, you know. Sami Zayn is, and then there's jacked. He's a jacked bum, bro. Would you call him jacked? He well, I'd call anyone that's not me, but he's 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 in decent shape. Like he's not jacked, but like think about it, a jacked bum would look like that. It's not like they're they got good nourishment, you know. Right. I f okay. So jacked for a bum. Yeah. He's not getting the appropriate nutrients out of the dumpster. He he doesn't he he first of all the the, the high quality dumpsters by the restaurants there's probably like territories and shit, like probably some you know broken glass bottle wielding bums have that type of you know authority over there. It's 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 a culture you know it's a vibe. Um. Anyway, listen. The 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 the, the fact of the matter is. Uh, we're lost here. I don't know what we were talking about, but Sammy's bum fights. So bum fights. Yeah, it's, I I don't want to ever see them wrestle again. For give me two weeks, but no, on Friday they're gonna <laughs> wrestle again. Kevin Owens said, mm -hmm. "I'm gonna go away for a little bit. It's a week." Yeah, it's like, hey man, before you tweet some stupid shit like that, maybe you ask us what the plan is. <laughs> I'm assuming he tweeted it. Yeah, well, I would hope he did because it's kind of dumb if he didn't. I think they have control over their own Twitter accounts. They could use them. Maybe some. You think they took Riker's Twitter away? I don't know. Maybe. Probably. What? Um... Uh, yeah, I'm trying to think about anything else that I really get, cared about. Um, not really, you know. What about Seth and Zazaro? You know, I really didn't expect. Uh, well, I kind of did, but like Cesaro, I mean Seth to win like he did. Mm -hmm. But it's like I guess it makes sense, but I, I guess that's over. You know, or is it? Because it, I think it might be because I don't know if you watched like Talking Smack or anything, nope. but Edge, Edge demanded a title match for the Universal Championship, and Scrap Daddy Adam Pearce gave it to him. So it's official: Roman Reigns versus Edge for the Universal Championship at Money in the Bank, and. Seth Rollins is on Talking Smack at the same time it happens. 
Pat McAfee's there, and he's like, "What? What are you talking about?" He's like, "Yeah, it's just it's right here. This is the graphic is made, and it's gonna be no." But they told me it was supposed to be me, so I think Seth's gonna get involved, and it's gonna be Edge versus Seth Rollins at SummerSlam. So Edge is on SmackDown now. Apparently, that's where he's that's where he's been. He fought Daniel Bryan and Roman Reigns on oh, SmackDown. Yeah, like, did you forget that. he, I you know? I, I was only thinking back to his uh, Randy Orton feud. So, you don't have... You have a long... You have good long-term memory, but your short-term memory is the shits. <laughs> I wouldn't really try to make any sense of it. It's... We are dud professionally. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, my memory is my memories are shits. Trust me on that. But one thing I remember, and I have highlighted here, while we're talk, while I mentioned Randy Orton on SmackDown, because he qualified for Money in the Bank, Michael Cole kept referring to Matt Riddle. That's interesting. Right, like so on SmackDown he has a first name, but on Raw he doesn't. Or after this past Monday on Raw, did Riddle get his first name back? Maybe he did. And we just don't know. Or Cole Botch. It could be that, too. He's getting older. Mm-hmm. So that, that, you know, sometimes uh, the nice. simplest uh, the simplest uh, answer is the truth or whatever. He's not JR old, but yeah. No, he's not JR old, but he's still mm-hmm. old enough. And it's like, give him a break. The guy talks like for two hours, and he and he's been do he's been doing it at as they say the highest level for a very long time. Yeah. So yeah, yeah so I, like I'm not crapping on him. No, I no no. You can. I'm just saying like it, that'll happen mm-hmm. every once in a while. Speaking of real quick, I want to uh, I want to address something in a way because like a lot of people from what I've heard, have been crapping on Pat McAfee's commentary. Who? I don't know. I, I, like, I saw, you know, I saw a headline or whatever, and, he, like, he responded to, like, one or two people or whatever. I really like his commentary. He's the best, right? He's the best there is. What are you talking... This person's crazy. Like, You're just I a th- contrarian. I... Th- Probably. I think I still like Graves a little better, but McAfee is great, especially for how green he is, how new he is at it. I McAfee say. makes Graves like into Michael Cole. Okay? He tur- like Graves is not as entertaining as Pat. He's just not. He's not as fun. That's true. Dude, he did a water bash. I'm saying that's true. He did a water bash. bash. He was he stood on a desk and he had two waters and he put them together like Stone Cold. Oh, you didn't did see that? that? Yes, it was during the coronation of Kingsuke Nakamura. I'm not calling him that. Shinsuke Nakamura. It's too difficult to say. It is. It's very difficult. He was he stood he was standing on top of the uh, the announcer's desk and hit two water things together and just poured them down his face. That's great. I also I can't that. believe you didn't see that. I love so, so that's two weeks in a row that he was standing on on the announce desk. Yeah, I love it. He's fun, and I'm. That's what concerns me. It's like he's so fun. They're gonna. He's not gonna be there long, because I know he's gonna do something. Mm-hmm. 
and he won't be there anymore because he's not the type of guy that's gonna take any shit either. Yeah, I think um, it it was something something about like people that are like some like hardcore IWC guys were like crapping on him for coming outside from outside the business. Look, there are they are a bunch of mark ass bitches who are jealous. They're just jealous. The same reason that I'll get on here and talk as much smack as whatever because I'm a little jealous. They're jealous, and they need to admit it. They yeah. need to admit it. Like, sure, either of us would love that job, but we recognize talent when we see it. Like, Sam Roberts, Peter Rosenberg, quit it. Pat McAfee is awesome. Yeah, he's amazing, and that other guy too, not Joe Rogan. He's pretty good on Raw. He's he's Jimmy not Smith. the yeah. He's doing his best. Mm-hmm. You know, so, I, sometimes I, I, I feel like, like the other two are trying to like handicap him a little bit, but he's still doing all right. I feel like the transition from whoever was before Adnan to him was very smooth. Just one thing. I I wish he would stop referring to wrestlers as lifting the leg. Because it's not a dog about to take a piss. Yeah. Hooking yeah. the leg. Please. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. It's a little thing. Otherwise, you're good. They're hooking the leg. Not lifting the leg. Yeah. You know, you don't have to worry about hooking the leg or lifting the leg if you cover your opponent like Frankie Monet. Mm-hmm. Listen. A, a, a few youngsters had a sexual awakening that night. <laughs> the, the, whoever was sitting in the front row over there. They're like, I think she inspired Tony Storm. The, the, yeah, I'm sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Big news and like surprise to you guys. Guess what? She might play for two teams, but you ain't on either of them. Oh, you's on the bench. <laughs> cool little coming out. Yeah, I like, guess. Cool, I mean, okay. Like, to me, it's like, all right. Look, it's 2021. Like, I assume everyone is until they tell me they're not. Okay? I do, it doesn't matter to me. Mm-hmm. Honestly. That's fair. I thought the whole point of the struggle that was the rights to do that was for no one to care. Just for it to be regular. And it kind of is. <laughs> I think with celebrities, because they're, like, in the spotlight and people are, like, all over their like social media and like anytime there's a, a picture taken of them, you know, it gets blown out a blown out proportion or whatever. I think it's it's to sort of like ready people to say like you you're gonna see pictures of me with chicks. Yeah, I don't care who you sleep with. It I doesn't matter don't. to me. Some people do. And they don't matter. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like it, it's none of their business. It's none of my business. I don't know. But good on you. You know, it's, like I said, it's like it's not the '60s, right? You're not a hero right now. Like it's yeah. not a big thing. It's like you know, it's good that if, if sometimes when they do that, it's like it feels like maybe they're also trying to like, you know, maybe recognize it like to themselves, you know. Maybe they were like, look, I don't know about all this. And it's like, you know what? I think I can tell everybody. It's time. And then, look, I, you know what? This is what I am. I am Mayor McCheese. You know, whatever. Good. I've changed my mind. Everybody tell me your secrets. 
all right. It's okay, Roddy. You can t- you can come out. Hmm. Anyway, <laughs> we'll we'll get to Roddy eventually. Are we are we done talking about crap in a cell? It wasn't that bad, but no, yes. but <laughs> I, it's not that it wasn't that bad. It, it wasn't. It was such a long time ago. It wasn't. It, I, a lot happened this week, but like a lot's happened since then. I'm not even the same person I was when I watched Hell in a Cell. Like the Hell in a Cell pay per view, this Hell in a Cell pay per view, I feel like didn't live up to any previous Hell in a Cell match, let alone pay per view. You know. You know what? You're right, and I gotta say they happened too frequent because I could have sworn Drew McIntyre had a Hell in a Cell match. Like I don't know. A year ago? Like, pretty close, though. Yeah. Last year was the first time he stepped inside Hell in a Cell. It was against Randy, right? Didn't he lose that one? So he's like 0-2 in a Hell in a Cell. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, he's 0-2. That's something that they could, like, hold on to for later. Mm -hmm. Like, it's kind of obvious that WWE's just in, as I like to say, this holding pattern. Waiting for the fans to come back. Waiting for the touring. Supposedly, yeah. um, Money in the Bank is supposed to be all hands on deck. Let's go. I've, I've seen that in the news a lot, that phrasing. Let's go? That particular, no, all hands <laughs> on deck. Oh. And, like, some, allegedly, people backstage are holding out hope that Brock will make his return then. I. There's also a lot of people talk, saying that it's not going to happen. They haven't had significant talks, and Brock doesn't look like he wants a return so soon. Look, here's the thing. We're all making a big mistake here. Is that in order for Brock Lesnar to appear, you must not be thinking about Brock Lesnar. Mm. Hello? That's the secret. Think about it. Like that time he won the Money in the Bank uh, ladder match. Yep. He just showed up. Like no one expected him to be there. He will only show up when you don't expect him to be there. You expect him to be here. That's why he's not going to come. And then he turned into a boom Brocks. Yeah. So for the Brock party. But mm-hmm. don't even worry about it. He He's not coming because you guys want it. So it just does not work that way. I don't want it. Not you. I mean those yeah. guys. I mean, I guess for, for Brock versus Lashley, sure, but not Roman. Look, whatever it is, you'll 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 like it. Probably. I mean, they'd have to... They have to really make it interesting with the Heyman thing if he's going to go for Roman. But I think he'll go for, for Lashley. Have Heyman manage two champs. Look, we'll see, man. I I don't want Brock Lesnar to beat Bobby Lashley. I want Bobby Lashley to beat Brock Lesnar. That'd be huge. That's how you that's how you get Bobby Lashley to the final level and make it work. So what's the end game for Lashley then? Just hold the belt for. No, not forever. He, look, the issue right now, is, and that's, you know, this is a really big problem. And the problem is this, is the fact that you got to talk about, we've mentioned a few of these people. We mentioned guys like Hulk Hogan, you know, there's John Cena, there's a rock. Like, we, they, he's not there. Mm-hmm. Like, we need a hero. There's no, there's no, like, baby face. There's no, like, 
baby face with like soup like with that with the John Cena, the Hulk Hogan brand, the Hulk, the the Rock. Dude, we don't have that guy. That's the guy that needs to beat Bobby Lashley for the championship, but he's just not there. Like I don't know who they are. Like the best you could do is maybe have Cesaro win the Money in the Bank ladder match, but I feel like it's going to be Drew in that last chance uh, qualifier match. Uh, they did say this was on Raw. The announcers suggested that even if Drew wins Money in the Bank, he would not be able to face Lashley for the title. That doesn't make any sense. I know. Like, one should supersede the other, but if that's the story they're trying to tell, then I guess they can say that it's in the fine print for a contract or whatever. But a title shot is still a title shot. Doesn't matter. So, so, so Drew could maybe move to SmackDown. Yeah, theoretically, he could cash in on anyone, but I'd rather not because, like, the only way that's gonna the only the only best case scenario is for Drew to beat Roman Reigns. Because if he goes to SmackDown, he cashes in. He can't fail. If you fail to become the champ. It's not a good start for you, like on the new brand, right? Mm-hmm. And they but, do have like a built-in feud. Mm-hmm. It's true. I'm trying to remember specifically what you're referencing, but I believe you. What are you talking about? Roman Reigns fought Drew McIntyre. They had a whole thing going on at Survivor Series. And even before that, Roman was talking about how Drew's not even a real champion. Right. There was a whole thing. Okay. I forget who I'm podcasting with. We are done professionally. You hear me? <laughs> I feel like my forgetfulness is rubbing onto you, and you're forgetting how forgetful I am. No. You need to understand this. Things you need to know about wrestling right now. You, you sound like a writer. Bobby Ashley, right? Yeah. He's like He comes out in a suit. He's like, I'm cool. No, Rick Ashley. <laughs> Never, never gonna give you up or something. Yeah, he's back and he's gonna manage Bobby Lashley. I just scrolled up and reminded myself of something. Okay. Dewdrop. So I think what's going on with Dewdrop is that that's not her name, but that's the name that Eva Marie gave her. Right. Because like her face is like, yeah, that's not my name. Mm-hmm. So. They're going somewhere with that. It looks they, like... Yeah, she kind of turned on her pretty quickly, which I'm thankful for. Yeah, but I don't think it's over. I think they're still together. Mm-hmm. So, but yeah. It, sh- it should be like Eva Marie is her social media manager. Yeah, that's what it is. It's like, no, you have to be this to get this to get... Basically, you have to be this to get over. Mm-hmm. And it's like, I'm going to get over on my own. And my name is Piper. I'm, on, I'm from NXT UK. I wanted to say A for some reason, but that's Canada, not UK. Yeah, man, don't be rude. You know, our UK fans already hate you. But don't Do worry, guys, I'm the champion now. Listen, I'm an 8th British, come on. I think that's partly why. You what? know, I, your forgetfulness offends them. Sorry. Because they think that 8%... Is you know the forgetful part, and you you know you you gotta you gotta be you gotta do better, all right. I think it's you, for the, your people. 
I, th I think it's the part of my brain that's just still drowned in alcohol. Get deep behind me, colonizer! I am speaking! <laughs> Is that what they sound like? I don't know, but that's how what I sound like now. That's, that's, that's what I'm going to do. Like. <clears throat> uh, this week was... I f it feels like it was long. It was a long week. I feel like my life is flashing before my eyes. Like, I could have sworn hell in a cell was yesterday. Yeah, right. And now here I am with this podcast. I'm losing hey, you know my what? mind. You know what? Dynamite wasn't even on this week yet. Oh, good. I Did thought I that? missed it. So, Dynamite <laughs> is normally, normally preempted to Friday nights after SmackDown, 10 o'clock. It got preempted from its preempted slot to tonight at, I think, 8 o'clock. Tonight is dynamite. Yes. Okay. I'm not going to remember that. I just I just want to say, like, when... If your network really loves you that much... But they say they love you, but they preempt your regularly scheduled preemption time. Just find a better network. I mean, doesn't... Doesn't Shahid Khan... Own TNT? I don't know. I know he, he owns the Jaguars. Alright, it's not like he's Ted Turner. No. I don't know. I don't feel I, like looking it up right now. I don't think they own a channel. I don't think they own a channel. They it just was, have um, a good relationship with them. Yeah, it, it was Anthem that had a channel. Had emphasis. Yeah. Um. Listen... Uh, Whatever. What's next is a real deep discussion, you know, we, we, a deep dive into probably what probably what the second most interesting storyline today is Sad Corbin. Hmm. You know, Sad Corbin is a vibe, I feel. And I think I'm very interested to see where this goes. Because it really wasn't his typical, like, response to something terrible happening to him, which means, which tells me that he is gonna definitely stay a heel, but he's gonna be doing something really messed up to somebody. Like, mm. he's gonna attack somebody. Like, he's not done. He's not definitely not turning face. He's just very sad. I think he should never ever turn face. Yeah, like, just don't do it. It's They tried that in NXT. just didn't work. I think he started as a face in NXT when he was. Yes, he did. He was the seconds. lone wolf. Yeah. Yeah. This whole thing. Look, I hope it's something fun tonight. I, you know, I guess they're not going to do a King of the Ring. It's just Shinsuke Nakamura's the king now. Yep. Is that how it works? Mm-hmm. Well, no king rules forever. Guess not. So I thought. An interesting thing they were doing was with uh, Jackson Riker whipping himself. Look, he's 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 seen things. I know. You know, he's a vet. Uh, oh, you must be referring to uh, WWE Monday Night Raw, the creator wrestler campaign, <laughs> starring uh, everybody's favorite uh, one loss uh, hero uh, from Saudi Arabia. Uh, the one, the only, 
the uh, irrepressible, the uh, probably going to be the last known survivor of 205 Live, uh, the one and the only, the man himself, the living legend, the greatest import, the the one, the only, uh, Mustafa Ali's own, I guess. What's his name again? I knew you forgot his name. <laughs> <laughs> I, I was I, I was trying to like get there, but I'm like I don't even know. Mansoor. Mansoor, man. <laughs> I was like Mansoor, man. He's just, he's, just, he's just doing his thing. He's doing his thing, and then I'm like, no, he forgot his name. I think I have like a brain virus. <laughs> Cause I, I'm like, it, 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 it was like a black hole. I think you got rhizitis. I don't know, man. I, you know, that's that's when it's time for me to hang it all up. I can't be done with myself professionally. Nah, it's just you know, just forget things. It happens. Fuck yeah, that was definitely straight up out of WWE 2K game. <laughs> just a random like your character, which for the sake of argument for this is Monsoor. Walks into like a jabroni level like talent, you know, they have a conversation and then comes another guy and they're like, hey, how about this? And then it's like, listen to Riker's advice. Listen to this guy's advice. So silly. And he's the one, Mansoor, he's like, when did my, when did my life become my career mode? <laughs> It's like, oh, hey, he man. did say that. He tweeted that. He did. That's that where was great. I saw it. Because you said that last week, didn't you? I I said this is vaguely familiar. Mm-hmm. So. I think you you even mentioned Creator Wrestler last week. Yeah, because it was it's vaguely familiar. Hmm. You know? Anyway. He's just around on TV. Match? No. No match. Well, listen. They had Karrion Cross. And fucking big boy on yeah main event man Mm -hmm. like they took everything that was special from Cross and they just sent him out there. What are you doing? Well, I didn't see main event. What do you mean they took everything special? Did they not do like the intro? I think there's uh, stuff of it online. No Scarlet, no smoke, no no color, nothing. No smoke, no mirrors, nothing. Wow. It's just him and his NXT championship and his weird gladiator looking thing that he wears hmm. like around his waist, you know, like like is the gear he wore at the last pay-per-view thing or whatever. Hmm. And it's like what are we doing, man? Why well, I, I guess What you, No, no, I guess. Wait, 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 hold on. If I had to <laughs> speculate. Yeah. Maybe Vince wants to see how he comes across on screen without the quote-unquote smoke and mirrors. You know, with, without, without all the extra gimmicks. Just him in a match. This is the dumbest thing I've ever heard. This is the dumbest thing I've ever heard. Because people might be seeing him for the first time. Why would you strip him down? I hear what you're saying. That's so watch, stupid. How many people watch main event? More people watch NXT than they watch main event. Right. So, 
a lot of people watching main event. First of all, it's probably not the first time seeing it. And second of all, it's not a lot of people watching main event. Well, there's people on the Thunderdome screen watching this. Assuming they're live. You don't put your NXT champion on main event. How they about norm- that? They would normally do like house shows and dark matches. So I get it that it's more exposure than they, than they typically get. It's not like they're of... selling tickets, though. Huh? It's not like they're selling tickets. It's running in the Thunderdome. Like, those people might as well not be there. Vince probably, wa- like I said, Vince probably wanted to see both for himself and he wanted to see the reaction of uh, that people have to him without the gimmicks. That's he, still the dumbest thing I've ever heard. Huh? Like, it's like saying he put The Undertaker out without any of his entrance or nothing like that just to see what he can do. Like, what's The Undertaker without his entrance? He's just a slow-walking guy. It's an extra 20 minutes on the card for someone. The, all right, listen, it's not Unless that long. Walking. It's not that long. It's not it's that long. long. Listen, long. no, it graduated to being that long. Back in the day when The Undertaker, he wasn't that long of an entrance. Mm-hmm. It just got longer as things progressed. Mm-hmm. I don't know. We're, we're, we're always going to disagree on this. It's, it's a part of the fucking package. You don't have to strip. You don't strip it down. Like, it, the package is what you're selling. You always sell the package. Did he have his music? I don't know. All I saw was a picture. Oh, okay. I'll see if I can watch main event this week and uh, talk about it next week, just to just, and just to satisfy my curiosity of whether or not he had his uh, music, and mm. I can give my own opinion on how the presentation was, or lack thereof. How it yeah, was. yeah, okay, yeah. You do. You know what? You do that. I will. Right. Right, so, anything else about Raw? Look, man, I don't like the way you transition things. I don't like it. I, I don't like it. I hate it. It's not, it's, it's, like, it's, like, it's rather abrupt, I think. It's, it's, it's jarring. You know, there's no, there's no, you gotta be smooth, man, and crisp. Like a, like a, like a freshly ironed shirt. It's funny you mentioned shirts, because there was, there was a shirt on SmackDown. How's that? Is that better? Yeah. Well, is it going somewhere? No, I, I, <laughs> I was just going with you know there was a guy on SmackDown also wearing a shirt and his name was uh, Michael Cole. He had a shirt and he was talking about General Aziz. What about General Aziz? I don't know. What about him? Uh, he uh, got ejected from ringside after shoving Big E into the barricade. All right, so maybe we should talk about the fact that there's money in the bank qualifying matches. Yes. I mean, maybe, maybe not. Matt Riddle qualified already. So good for him. Yeah, that is good. That he's able to do that to qualify just to lose. He's definitely not going to win. Although, if he did win. First of all, I think I think it's gonna. Be, I still think it's gonna be Drew, 
But if he did win, imagine how many jokes about him keeping his stash in there we'd get. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, Bruh, I keep my munchies in there. I keep my stash in there. Bro. I, I don't like the Matt Riddle character. I don't like the Riddle character. I don't like this Stoder idiot thing, and it better be going somewhere. And it better get there quick. <laughs> RK Bro was starting to get entertaining. They're still... Uh, they'll still be a team, I think. Mm-hmm. I think it's just a rough patch. Yeah, probably. Makes sense. Keep it going. What you mean? Like, uh, keep it going for how long? I don't know. At least uh, another month or so. Alright, listen. Who's going to win the Money in the Bank ladder match? Drew. You think it's going to be Drew? Yep. God, that's so boring. Yeah, it's probably going to be him. Vince wants Drew to get the fan pop. I hope it's Big E. I would love if it were Big E. At least it'll be something different. And like for the women so far, it doesn't matter to me who wins. So who's in it? Carmella... Nikki Cross Nikki and Cross, Alexa Bliss. Alexa Bliss. And potentially Liv Morgan. I'm confused, man, because they just randomly stuck. It's like too many things happening that doesn't make any sense. There's no explanation how Shayna Baszler escaped her being chased by a doll. There's... Like, the thing happens on Raw, and she shows up on a hell in a cell like nothing happened. And also, that was a match. You're not not getting away with this fucking voodoo bullshit. (laughs) You don't like like, the voodoo? What is this? This is so stupid. This is... This is so dumb. Now, now I gotta believe that she's come kind of like a voodoo puppet master. Like, what? But apparently she has to make eye contact. Oh, yeah, yeah, that's how it works. She has to make eye contact. So never look into her eyes. Which, how long can you look at them with her freaking raccoon makeup? And then, and then you got... They just randomly tag Nikki Cross and Alexa Bliss together, who have a history, but none of that comes into play. Because Nikki Cross was her superhero, not Nikki Cross. She's still Nikki Cross. Yeah, but... What's a superhero name? Uh, It's a great question. All right, until you have one, there is no superhero name. That's not officially canon. Yet. Watch. You know, if they if they did it, that'd be great. Yeah, but it's not like they're two different people, though. I know, but th- but the superhero can overcome any hardship, including that previous issue with Alexa Bliss. <sighs> people like you is what clears Wrestling the way for this shit. Can be anything. Well, guess what? They're and crossing right now, the damn line. And right now, this wrestling is voodoo shit. They've crossed the line. They have crossed the line. And oh, hold I on. Not... I have an idea where this is going. Oh? Yeah. 
Now, it, it, it should be a little obvious. If she can mind control people with her eyes... Blindfold match? Yes. Not interested. <laughs> and it'll be Nia Jax, or probably Nia Jax. Maybe Shannon Baszler, but probably Nia Jax suggesting it. So that she doesn't get voodooed again. Not gonna happen. By the way, worst gimmick match idea in history. Yeah, it is. And you keep perpetuating it. I think it's even worse than Judy Bagwell on a pole. So least, yeah, because you could the wrestlers could see each other. Yeah. At least Judy Bagwell on a pole, you get a weapon named Judy Bagwell. That's true. I mean, it's a person. That's kind of weird. Oh, whatever. You can't see what you're swinging. True that. Oh, wait, that's a blindfold match. You can't see what you're swinging. Never mind. I had a, I had a Riz moment. <laughs> <laughs> it's like a senior moment, but when it happens to me, because I'm not a senior yet. You might as well be. Soon you'll be meeting new people every day. God damn it. <laughs> you'll have to listen to the podcast to uh... <laughs> find out what happened on Raw last week and... Listen, uh, you know what, man? Let me tell you something. You should really be impressed with yourself because, honestly, like, as bad as you, you're you deteriorating, you're still more cognizant than the leader of the free world. So Thank you, you've got one, you've got that. And I, you know what? If you, I'd vote for you. So Thank you. Now, now let me tell you. Let me tell you how happy I am about that. What? <laughs> Chewing on under pressure. Did you see that with him whispering? Yes. Okay. Holy shit. I'm glad you did. Because <laughs> I thought it was like parody. I'm like, is this Saturday Night Live? <laughs> this isn't Saturday Night Live. That's not Jim Carrey as Joe Biden. <laughs> anyway. Uh. um, Look. Money in the Bank is shaping up to be... Of money in the bank, you know? All hands on deck. Yeah, there needs to be... You know what? Lay the foundation. Follow up on Corbin, please. You know, that's more important to me. Mm-hmm. Uh, I want to see what's going on with him because it's very interesting. The, is, uh, so is, is Mella in automatically just because she was... She's a two-time money in the bank? But is she officially in it? Yeah. I guess maybe she is, or it's one of those things. Like, they don't tell us these things, because it's always like, is this one of those things, like the rumble, where you de- you can declare yourself first, so if you declare yourself, you don't have to have a match? No, Sonia said she's in it. Sonia said she is the first entrant. But why? Like, I need to know. It because can't... she... Because, let me see if I can find if she where she said it. Oh, uh, so, she yeah, said it because I, she I, won it? I just have here, Sonia announces Carmella as the first participant money in the bank. So that means Bailey should be in it. Did she win it twice? No, but she won it once. Eh, Carmella won it twice as many times. I don't think it's fair. Listen, they should they should tell us. And they won it. And she won it within a week of each other because a guy helped her. Okay. Big asterisk, man. Like this sucks. It's a waste of a spot. She's not even gonna win. It shouldn't be an asterisk if it's within the rules of the match. I don't like it. 
And it's a waste. You know why? Because every time with Carmella, she's the last time she was like super hot was when she was a champ. And then just nothing. And then there's this whole like, oh, who is this 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 blonde lady? It's obviously Carmella, but who is this? And she's back. Whoa, it's Carmella. Can't wait to see what Carmella does. And nothing. Just yeah, for like five minutes. So apparently, so I read she pitched this whole new gimmick that she has, but she pitched it with a bodyguard, and they were like, she'll get. They told her she'd get a bodyguard eventually, and then they brought in Reginald, and she's like, oh, Somalia, okay, not a bodyguard later, okay. Apparently that. So that's what's happening. Okay, so she's gonna get a bodyguard. Maybe eventually. So she's going to get a bodyguard who's going to help her win the money in the back ladder match again. We're yeah. going to do that? All right. Fine. And then still not give a damn. Mm. Like, okay, great, great. The only three-time money in the bank ladder match winner. Yeah, I mean, I guess we'll see. I guess if that's what you want, we should definitely do that for Rich Torres. That's great booking. That's, that's great. That's great. That, that'll put butt, butts in seats right Listen, there. Listen, they're they're quickly on their way to making Charlotte Charlotte a fifteen time women's champion. Dude, you know how I feel about that. Mm-hmm. Like I don't care. Mm-hmm. Because her being sixteen time champion is not the same as Ric Flair being the sixteen time champion. It's right. just not, no matter how hard they try. Mm-hmm. Because they've engineered this. Because they can't wait. They can't let something organically build over time. Eventually, she'd get to that number. Mm-hmm. But they Rick just did it back in the day when championship reigns last like a year, year and a half, two years. Yeah, it, it's gradual flair, but they want to freaking, they want to take Charlotte Flair and hot shot her into our freaking veins. That's now, how question, overdoses happen. The question is, now there, there was a topic. Uh, we talked about it last week or two weeks ago about women sort of having this uh, in-ring expiration date, according to WWE, of 35. So are they trying to make sure they get her there before then so that once she's there, it's like, all right, you can retire now. Go be a manager. Uh, all right. Here's my prediction. By the time R- Charlotte Flair is 40 years old, she'd have been... The 20-time SmackDown Women's Champion, or whatever, champion. They, they all count. They all count. Oh, she's 35. Exactly. No By the time there. she's 40, she will have 20 championships. Or 17. Whatever they decide. She's not even particularly tall. She's 5'10". Yeah, but like for a woman, you know, it's mm-hmm. different. It's different between women and men. I know. Still. Anyway, so yeah, she's at the limit, sort of. Yeah, but you know what? Things change. Mm-hmm. She could probably, you know, it depends. Like, I don't know. It depends on her how long she wants to do it. Flair did it till he was twice that age. Yeah, but she doesn't have to. Right. You know, there's other things for her to do. So um, I was hoping that they would tell us for sure whether or not Liv Morgan is now in Money in the Bank, but they didn't. I, I think she'll 
she'll get in. Pretty sure. Hope so. And just to continue on the SmackDown theme here, uh, when Heyman said that Roman wiped out all his competition, I'm like, so, I, I said to myself, something's going to happen here. Unfortunately, it was Edge. Yeah, man. Here we go again. I mean, I've said my piece. I think Seth's going to just get involved somehow. You know, it's not going to become a triple threat match. He's going to put himself in there during the match. He's going to get, you know, he's gonna, it's going to be a ruckus. It's going to be one of those things. Once again, you know, you know, the tribal chief, you know, he's going to be the champion. He's going to stay the champion. Mm-hmm. I hope so. I really like Roman as in this role. Well, looks like uh, looks like he'll be doing it uh, for some time. So you don't don't even worry about it. He's All not right. going anywhere. I want to talk about NXT for a moment. You want to talk about how Roderick Strong is the vanilla Pepsi to CM Punk's Pepsi? Is that what you want to talk about? Doesn't vanilla Pepsi have flavor? I think the argument is that it sucks. Let's say he's the he's the Aquafina to Coca-Cola. I mean, I get the pep, the Pepsi reference because you know CM Punk loves Pepsi, but yeah, Coca Cola owns Aquafina, so I feel like that's a little bit more of a parallel there. You know what, man? Whatever you want to do, okay? Roddy sucks. Roddy sucks. He, I don't care about him. And they they paired him with Tyler Rust. I mean. I haven't seen enough of his in-ring work to really say I'm a fan. Uh, as far as mic work, Malcolm Bivens is awesome. And they also paired in Diamond Mind, Diamond Mine, uh, Hideki Suzuki. I had to look up who he was because... Sounds mean, I, like a motorcycle. I had to look up his name because they didn't say it on NXT. I had never seen this guy before. So obviously I don't know anything about him because I didn't look anything up. Because I had a freaking issue today that I'm not going to get into. Um, Thank God. Diamond Mine. Yes. Yeah, Malcolm Bivens, Roddy, and those two. I feel like everything is hinged on Malcolm Bivens. I don't know why they have Roddy seemingly kind of leading a faction. Why take him out of a group to put him in another group? Is it because they know that he's just, you know, Roddy? Gotta be. <laughs> they fired his wife. You know, they're giving him something. We don't know. Hey, now, who knows? He probably wanted that. I don't know if this road shit with you. All right. Now, given we don't know if she asked to be released also. It's possible. I doubt it. Probably not. But who knows? Um, I don't know. I, th I think I just had higher hopes for Diamond Mining given how long they were hyping them for. Mm-hmm. But I don't know. Maybe, maybe this uh, Hideki Suzuki. Maybe he'll be a, a prodigy. 
Yeah, I doubt it. Like, this company doesn't have a good track record handling uh, certain talents um, from certain areas of the globe for some reason. Just, you know... He is Japanese with a background in judo and football. He's my age. Strike one. Let's see. Let's see. He trained with Billy Robinson. Worked for IGF. Okay. What an impressive resume. They should have an IMDB for wrestlers. Yeah, there are a couple of them, but they're not fantastic. Exactly, which is why they need the IMDB version. Mm. Like, just straight up better. And you could just put in anything, and it'll be like, this guy is also this guy. Somebody make that app. Go for it. Uh, no major championships. Yeah, he had a couple in Big Japan, Ice Ribbon, IGF. Big Japan? Right. Whoa. That's that's bigger than regular Japan. Mm-hmm. Pro Wrestling Zero One, Pro Wrestling Basara, which sounds a little too much like Basura for me to care about it. Tokyo Sports, Wrestle One, which I might have already mentioned. Listen, you can't... It's not necessarily his fault that he hasn't wrestled in, like, New Japan or All Japan. Or Noah. Yeah, but Big Japan. It's bigger than those because it's big. It's got to be. So it's he was uh, the BJW World Strong Heavyweight Champion twice and the Yokohama Shopping Street Six-Man Tag Team Champion once. What? <laughs> Yokohama Shopping Street? Yes. <laughs> that is the most regional championship ever. Like, so local. That's like being the fucking Cropsey... Cropsey <laughs> <laughs> heavyweight champion. The Cropsey heavyweight champion of the Bay! <laughs> According to Wikipedia, the Yokohama Shopping Street Six-Man Tag Team Championship is a pro wrestling trios championship owned by uh. Big Japan Pro Wrestling. It was created in August 2012. As the name suggests, title is usually defended in the Yokohama Shopping Street area. Uh, it was first announced in May 2012. First champions crown were Kazuki Hashimoto, Takumi... Sukamoto and Yuji Okabayashi. They defeated three other guys. There, there have been a total of 39 reigns shared between 26 different teams, consisting of 39 distinctive champions. Mm. Alrighty. Anyone? Yeah, of course it's those guys. I Look, I'm. See if I... Anyone I know has held. Vacated. No. Let's see. Let's see. Fascinating. Yeah. I'm just, looking, just fascinating. I'm looking through to see if I know anyone here that has held these titles. It's not looking good.
damn fireworks are going off here. No one's getting shot. That's what that is? Yeah. Huh. Alright, cool. Since you're, like, fucking around yeah. on Wikipedia or whatever, just get us out of here, please. Alright. You're killing me. If you want to tell us more <laughs> about... Let me find his name. Hideki Suzuki. Or why you think Ryder Strong is just the best and we'll disagree. You can do so by emailing us, basinbookers at gmail.com. We got Facebook at basinbookers, Twitter at basinbookers, at basinbookers, at Rich the Riz. And we also have Instagram, basinbookers pod. We're getting more active little by little. Uh, and if you want to find this podcast, sit your iTunes, Spotify, or wherever you find your podcasts. And Jerry's got a party message. I am officially challenging for the Bath Avenue Championship. <laughs> I know you're out there, champ, and you need to stop ducking me. I'm going to find you at the grocery store. I'm going to find you at the laundromat. I'm going to follow you over to the Target at Caesars Bay, baby. You're not going to get away from me. The Bath Avenue Championship is mine, sucker. <laughs> the match of life is scheduled for one fall, so make it count. And do what the man says. Follow the bookers. Not gonna get away from me. The Bath Avenue Championship is mine, sucker. <laughs> the match of life is scheduled for one fall, so make it count. And do what the man says. Follow the bookers. <laughs>